Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Totally Indian Football Show. I'm your host Jhu and today I have yet another special guest and uh, well I think most of us who especially the Malus or the non-Malus who watch the movie to them would be wondering do I have the character or from the movie on the show or you must be humming the song as well. So let me introduce Darshana Sanas. No she's not the actress from the movie but she is uh, a coach, a player. a scout and she's a AFCC license from Pune and uh, she's a perfect example for you know the chota packet bada dhamaka kind of a thing darshana welcome to the show thank you sejo thanks for having me yeah so let's start with uh, we would love to know, know your journey uh, pune is usually considered as a non sporting place uh, you know in terms especially in terms of football uh, there has been a lot of start to clubs uh, but there's never picked up they've all shut shop uh but there are people like you who've stuck on and you know who are doing some amazing work in in the in the place for the people uh, outside as well so when you started playing if you can start uh probably say how did you start playing and uh, then that taking off to you taking up to coaching but yeah please let us know so basically as you mentioned earlier pune is a place where consistency is a big problem I started playing in Pune from school but we did not have much of school games or challenges or any competitions for school players so I started playing with the boys team earlier my school boys was playing for Vidyabhavan team it's a small team where we just participated in Subroto games the school games of India where I was an objection taken against me for being played in the boys team so i realized that maybe this is not a sport for me or maybe i'm enter the wrong field but i would like to thank my father and my school coach who encouraged me to start my own team at the age of 14 it did put up a hurdle in front of me to gather 20 girls who have the same interest in the sport initially it was a bit difficult as even i did not have a vision towards it but luckily with a year and a half i could gather some friends some basketball players some hockey players and i was able to participate for my school at the in the school tournaments it started from there where initially i felt i was very lucky we got introduced to the women subroto cup trials and there was sgfi games more of coaching or exposure to football I got that I experienced that when I entered the AIFF trials the selection camp for Maharashtra state I was exposed to this beautiful set of players infrastructure in Mumbai at the WIFA and then that was the changing point for me where I felt yes this is what I want to do I want to become a player I want to keep coming here represent the state try to make it to the India camp and that just changed things for me to see so many good players coming there from different parts of maharashtra especially the mumbai girls at that time i had my seniors like durva wahia juhi shah who just encouraged me in an indirect way seeing their performance it just motivated me and pumped me up to be someone like them to be a leader there at the state level go represent your state against such amazing teams like manipur kerala haryana and then from that i continued my journey as a state player for maharashtra when i entered the university 
for my education, I was then aware of this thing called the inter-university matches. And even that was overwhelming for me to see so many universities all across India coming and playing at the same place. I was not even sure of some districts having women players, but I was surprised to see Varanasi, the Anamala University. It was amazing to see such set of players coming for a tournament. The hard part was that this is very rare in India. Like the tournaments happen once a year or seasonally. Now, you know, we were hit by pandemic due to COVID. There were no tournaments. So I found that challenging in terms of a player coming out and performing. I wanted to change that. So eventually, as I was playing at the end of my career, I started introducing uh, teams to come down together and like organizing tournaments. So a female player can have maximum playing time, maximum matches. And that just hit me. If I could connect to players, I think I can even connect in terms of educating them. And thanks to some amazing coaches in Pune like Mohan Das, Mahesh sir, Rakesh sir, Samir sir, I was, I just got introduced to the system that yes, even I can become a coach, I can become an educator. I can motivate players to come down and play for us. And I think that just changed and I got connected to coaching so much. I think even more than a player, as a coach, I am enjoying a lot. I'm loving the process of learning football. We have great educators in Maharashtra, even across India. I recently came across few educators in Karnataka. So I think I'm just happy that I've entered and chosen this field. And it is just teaching me things day by day. With that, I started doing coaching licenses. And thanks to AIFF for organizing lovely courses that we know we can upgrade our knowledge. We can get to know, we get reality checks about our status now in terms of education and football. And luckily, I got hold of a very good academy in Karnataka called the Rebels Football Club. That it's, it's an academy set up. I think it's the first ever academy to have a women's residential program in Karnataka, which focuses entirely around development of players, giving them amazing infrastructure. The facilities were too good. So I did enjoy my process and in these coming two seasons working with Rebels, I happened to upgrade my knowledge and learn more about the latest trends and techniques. And yes, today here I am at IWL, which is happening in Orissa and Bhubaneswar. It is one of the finest tournaments organized by Hero and AFF for any female player or coaching staff or physio in India who's in football field. This is like dream come true for many of the players and coaches like me. That was indeed a great journey uh, there, Darshan. I think we've briefly met in one of the events in Pune and I saw how enthusiastically you uh, do contribute towards the community. So I think uh, I'm sure because of one, there was a lack of opportunities in the city of Pune and now you're giving back to the community, right? Uh, it was a quick transition for you from a player to coaching, right? And you fell in love with exactly how you fell in love playing. Uh, you even got towards liking the whole role of coaching as well. Uh, so if you can tell us like how quick was the transition and how did you uh, then take it up fully because do you miss playing or do you enjoy coaching more now? 
yes i definitely miss playing the transition was uh, because of few challenges that we faced in the club that i was playing for and we did not have anyone to fill up the place of a coach for the women's team and i did not want the set of girls that were there with us to give up not a lot of girls in pune siju have this vision of continuing football as their career or taking it up and you know looking at themselves tomorrow to go and represent the district or get in the state team we lack that vision in pune so i just thought of taking up this position of coaching the that same team as we did not have a coach it turned out very lucky for me because as even you mentioned i fell in love with it in no time i feel is one of the best things in football is to educate help guide someone solve a problem on field and why i was in this transition where i was playing for that club and also coaching them because we did not have any other coach at that time it just clicked it the i just got got accompanied with these systems of coaching and it just happened to be that that was a start and i didn't feel like turning back Yes I was in love with the game while being a player but when you are playing it's about you and maybe few of your good friends in the team and then the team but as a coach it's first the team it's that bunch of girls even boys for that sense that team that lot of that set of talents that you have with you and what you can do with them it is amazing that feeling is is too good and i think that was a a pinch for me that hit me like why didn't i step on to this earlier this is fun this is so challenging so much brainstorming that is needed in this field it's very creative and one thing that i faced in pune is not a lot of players in pune are okay traveling are okay watching matches are okay even traveling to the nearest stadium to support the local team I thought being a coach I'm at a right position to bring this change in Pune. When a player explains a team it is a little bit difficult but when a coach makes a team do things yes there are chances that they might change. So my initial aim as a coach was to change the system in Pune. Right now you've done your D and your C license right uh, if you can share some experience from doing those courses because we know the number of coaches among men and women the ratio is very less right even when you're participating as uh, in, in the courses it's always either two or three maximum women that would be then the rest would be men uh, if you can take us through the challenges that you had to go through uh, or how do you overcome all of them or there was nothing at all and it was a smooth ride for you how was it like absolutely siju we are lacking numbers today in terms of players to come out and accept coaching or the players who want to come into coaching or even the school teachers who are teaching in school for the youths i think the main challenge of female is facing is fear fear of performing coming to the exams oh what if i don't do well what if someone judges me for not knowing football initially when i entered for d license even i had the same fear what if i get judged for not knowing india's rank i have seen so many girls panic just because they don't know knowledge about our indian team there are some who know what the men team is doing but there are so many like i can't count there are so many female coaches yet who don't know what our indian women's team is doing so this fear is the first thing that is stopping 
any female player or a coach to come and take this course will i be able to take up the topic of a practical will i be able to understand will i be able to train while learning coaching but because the course is let's like a day long course so the fear we need to educate or just encourage players whoever like me are there to their districts to their most local secluded place that come try don't give up before you come and try i feel my even we have a license called e license a grassroots event it was because of my instructors like dinesh sir marshal sir d license c license instructors that my vision changed even i was a person who was held back even i was not opening quite much initially but the educators are amazing they bring out the best in you and i think each and every player should know this that you just come the instructors are the ones will help you and will make sure when you go back you are a complete different coach much sorted mentally so that changed for me and i think it will change for many more all that they have to do is just come put your name there sign up for the courses even there are upgradation courses it's not compulsory that you've done c1 so you cannot go and upgrade it you should come down and upgrade your knowledge there are so many things to learn even today i don't think any coach any coach is of that thing that i know everything even the big big great coaches are the ones who are learning so just come be a part of this learning process and everyone will enjoy the time each and every female in india thinks that yes i want to go to learn during these courses not think about pass or fail i think that will be the time when the numbers will change and we might have like e- not equal but somewhere close to equal number of female participants as compared to male just think it as a process of learning something to do with your profession and that will make them enjoy it even more now you know it's there's a difference between coaching clubs and then moving into a residential academy program because you meet probably uh, even training clubs uh, would be different because you go train them and you then head back to your respective places but when a residential academy setup comes you're living there uh, you're like family and you know there are different other things also apart from football that you as a coach will have to take care uh, so how was that transition from coaching young girls at clubs to then moving to a first ever residential academy program at rebels uh, for girls and what are your takeaways and learnings that you got from there i feel there are two different setups all together in terms of connecting to a player bonding getting to know a problem not only in the team but in each individual player at club level yes i was connected to the team i was connected to the individual player but when it comes to residential we are not only connected in terms of their physical health but also their mental health we are connected to know how are they doing in their academics we are connected to know are they even staying properly are they sleeping well are they eating well it just revolves around overall development of each player then comes the unit let it be my defenders or my midfielders and then a team as a whole and along with this in a residential setup as a head coach we are also responsible for the other staff that is working with us let it be the assistant coach the goalkeeper's coach the manager the physio whereas in the club i feel we are just um, involved but not into deep 
when you are in a residential setup you are seeing things happening in front of you you have to get involved you have to be there in their space sometimes sometimes you have to give them their space in an academy we are starting from scratch in terms of development when a player comes to us we are working right from the basics we are right at the bottom of a team foundation and from there we need to build up the team there are girls in a residential academy coming from different parts of the country even in karnataka they are coming from different parts of karnataka some are coming from rural some are coming from more of kerala side so to get them all together on one page as a team in a residential academy is the first challenging hurdle that you can say that we have to cross just to get them to live together and enjoy as a team and then to get them playing football and to play as a team are the further challenges that we face the last challenge that we face in this process is to get result in terms of development from them in a residential academy it's more about development in a club it's more about getting results you're participating in a tournament you have to get result you have to win and go ahead in academy it is about growth of each player how are we relating that player when it, he, he or she had come and when or he or she are graduating from your how can we help these players go ahead represent the state represent the country it is quite challenging in a residential academy because in a club it's like after training you can go home you get little bit of change of time change of mood with your friends and family whereas in a residential academy that's not the case evening you're seeing them again morning you're seeing them they're there around you in the afternoons they're always there but to keep patience calm and have that bond is a must in a residential academy such that you you all gel up like a family and once it is a family i'm telling you it's a beautiful atmosphere you love this process of staying in academy going traveling even they play tournaments we invite teams for friendlies it's amazing in residential academy you can connect more in terms of we have recreational events with the team which just helps you as an icebreaker there if there are some players in a bubble it just helps you burst that bubble and it helps you connect and open up to players right now as per your request we would respect that and we won't delve much into the IWL uh, events but you are also founder of Pune Soccer Club so tell us something more about that so there are a lot of players in Pune who can play football who like football but don't have a vision towards football they don't know tomorrow where they want to go they don't have an aim so i've started this academy for all amateur players or even some professional players maybe after injury don't know how to come back this is basically like a helping like a healing center more of a club which will help players find their path it will help players have a pathway towards something that they did not even imagine of what their talent can show my job here is to identify talent encourage players help them guide them develop them to even be better than what they were each season and show them a right platform stage guide them to tournaments selections where they were not aware of helping them get picked by good teams good clubs so i have started a development club called pune soccer club where anyone and everyone is free to come it's not compulsory they have to register under us it's not compulsory where 
a someone who doesn't feel like even playing in a team but wants to continue doesn't know if they can play maybe because of their injuries maybe they are undergoing some stress in life some peer pressures so this is like a fun playing place where you just come you learn you play and you try to excel you try to when you step out you can tell yourself that yes i was better as better than this before this is a small um initiative from my end to help girls in pune now in the years that you've been playing and coaching a girl from pune how do you see uh, the change that has happened or is there any change or is still more to go for the city like pune to probably develop in sporting culture uh, and especially with regards to football how do you see that has changed and what more do you see uh, in the coming years there is a change but the cha- the rate is very slow of the change compared to other cities and states yes there are a lot of players young players who have come out thanks to reliance tournament where they are coming out and participating as a team as a club but there is a main problem that we face in pune is the parents along with a coach or a player an individual player who wishes to go ahead in football needs a backup needs a strong encouragement let it be from their school or their parents that is the main factor currently that is lacking in pune we need parents we need people around these players to encourage them that yes go okay you have to study okay you have to go and play how can you balance it out help them balance it out and encourage them to come out just get out come on the ground participate if you hear there are some trials happening just go don't keep yourself behind i think main we need encouragement it is going to take a lot of time i feel me and few of the other like me there are many more female coaches now in pune who are also trying it i think we'll need some time but i can assure you once we crack this pune will also be a hub which will produce good players for the country for sure finally how do you see the whole landscape of women's football in the country because we all know uh, that it's not a very good site or of good future that we see or hope we just, we only have hope to see that okay it gets better uh, but with, with the recent tournament that we hosted again team india could not participate even in the entire uh, league stage so how do you see going about with iwl coming back after almost 2 years uh, but you know even that is not a longer season um, so we need more game time for the girls and uh, how do you see few things changing as somebody who's working and investing your time and effort in this absolutely the main problem is game time mean the main problem that starts even in any district any state as india for iwl is match timing number of matches that they're playing this season it's surprising we have a long iwl tour it's around a month and a half it started from april 15th to 26th of may so each team each participating team is going to get 11 matches so that is huge but we need more of such tournaments not only iwl there needs to be more of such tournaments to come up let it be zonal let it be state wise let it be district wise each player needs to be exposed to at least at least 50 matches in a year for someone to develop and represent your country 
there was an unfortunate incident that happened with our team india but i think this should be an eye opener for everyone and we shouldn't be counting only on a single tournament and it was very disheartening to see our players who have worked so hard because the chance was taken away from them we need to participate if there is no association or anyone coming up organizing a tournament there should be some coaches to just come up and host a tournament mutually i think that is required now today coaches need to just come out and host tournaments so that the players their players along with other players will get a chance to play okay one chance is gone create another chance another chance is gone okay we were hit by pandemic what after pandemic but i think with now young people on board and with so many sponsors coming up to help i think we are definitely on the right track though it's slow but we are on the right track there are so many people who are now coming up and hosting tournaments just that the branding and the broadcasting needs to happen for players to be encouraged to participate in the tournament there needs to be a voice or message that needs to spread across in terms of if a tournament is happening it shouldn't happen that a tournament is happening in january and the news is out in december it should happen earlier so players are aware players will start preparing for themselves players will spread the word across to the other players and there'll be more participating numbers that we'll see which will help yeah so my final question is uh, as someone from pune and if there are girls listening to this episode what would be your message for them my message will them be just one thing that don't hold yourself behind though if you don't have a team you have a team you are an individual player you have just participated from somewhere just come and train get hold of people get hold of coaches make networking get players and keep training it shouldn't be a seasonal thing in pune just because the tournament is announced everyone's keeping practice it should be a year long project it should be a year long process for yourself for your development your team development if you don't have guidance what to do about there are coaches so many coaches like me we have rutuja gunwant we have neomi ways we have so many people in pune who can help you out just reach out to either one of us and we will surely be there to help you we'll guide you in this process just keep playing football it shouldn't be for a month or just 3 months in a year it should be year long and you should be finding a way to get a break out of the schedule of playing it shouldn't be only in your entire curriculum break your playing football it should be vice versa keep playing the sport don't give up no matter what just play and help pune reach a high that it really deserves Great, Darshan. Thank you so much for your time. Best wishes for what's coming ahead, uh, especially with the IWL, and uh, hope to see you soon, and hope to continue seeing you work uh, in the women's football field and in the larger ecosystem. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sajju. Thank you so much. I've always looked up to you. You're so energetic, and it feels so great to see someone like you out there. Let it be the Premier League updates. Let it be the ISL. I love you. Always there. it's great i i feel that by the time you step down there'll be five more sejus with you to take up your position and i'll be the happiest one to help you in any way yeah i'm sure and i am not done yet so the the rest of the sejus i think you're a long way to go you can't <laughs> we are not done with you sejus i don't think india's done with you yet
Thank you. Thank you so much for those kind words. Uh, well, I have got Juhi and Durva. You heard them speak. You heard Darshana talk about them and how they've influenced and I've got both of them on the show and I could not have not got Darshana on the show to complete uh, the trio of girls who've been doing some amazing work, whether they are actively participating in Indian football or not. Uh, like Juhi's back in US, but she still manages to contribute towards the f- uh, sport in this country. So once again, Darshana, thank you so much. And to all the listeners, yes, we are not done celebrating our women, uh, Women's Day on the Totally Indian Football Show. I think it'll probably continue or this may be a good end to it. But we'll doesn't matter whether we celebrate the day or not. We'll continue celebrating women and men who invest in both men's and women's football on the Totally Indian Football Show. Thank you so much for all the love and appreciation. Yes, we completed 25 episodes. This is the 26th. And here's to many more uh, amazing episodes and amazing people on this particular show. Thank you once again. Please do subscribe and uh, continue to share our episodes and we're available on all the leading uh, audio platforms. Uh, once again, this is a totally Indian football show and I'm your host, Jew. Thank you so much.